Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thank you so much for coming back to hang out with me for a few minutes today. And I want to apologize in advance if there is any funky background noise. I am in a hotel in a bit of a snowstorm, and with the the heat and the air, there are just some wonky noises. So we will all deal because in the scheme of life, who cares if there's a little bit of weird background noise on your podcast, right? Glad you're with me on that. So I am really excited about today's episode, primarily because I'm a dork, and I tell you guys that all the time, and I'm proud of it. And I love reading, and I've shared with you guys many, uh, or at least a few book club episodes. The problem is with the book club episodes, I love them, and I read a ton Oftentimes, I don't love the book. I think there are a lot of books that are good but not great. And I really want to share with you guys the stuff that's really great. The rub is that within my Primal Potential Masters Club, we have a book club. And so oftentimes, my absolute, absolute favorites get headed over to the Primal Potential Masters Club book list. But today, we've got one coming to the podcast. It's kind of a book. It's really actually an ebook, um, and it's free, which is the best part. Well, no, the content is the best part. I'll link to it over on the show notes for this episode over at primalpotential.com. This is an ebook by investing superstar Ray Dalio. Now, this ebook is not about money. It's about life. It's about success. And whether or not you've heard of Ray Dalio, it doesn't really matter. He is the founder of one of the world's largest hedge funds. Um called Bridgewater and manages, I mean, as of when I checked, over $150 billion, with a B, dollars. So obviously some success there. But the cool thing about this, this ebook, Principles, is it's a collection of his success strategies. And it's not his investing success strategies. It's his personal and professional principles for success. So it's really about getting what you want out of life, which I think we're all here because we're interested in. And you've probably heard me as we go through this, you'll probably think that some of these sound familiar because I have absolutely incorporated them into past podcasts and certainly into some of my fat loss fast track challenges. Today's episode, though, is just going to be a collection of some of my personal highlights and lessons from Ray Dalio's principles. And again, I'm going to link to it over in the show notes at primalpotential.com. So head over there to read the full thing. It's it's a couple hundred pages, but I really think it's worth it. I want to begin with his thoughts on principles and values, principles and values. And he defines them this way. Your values are what you consider important. Your principles are what allow you to live your life consistently according to those values, right? So your principles connect your values, the things you think are important, to your actions, to what you do. And I think we can all relate to sometimes there being a gap between what we think is important and what we do. 
And the choices we make oftentimes don't back up what we think is important. And very recently on the podcast here, we talked about drifting, how common it is to drift away from what we want to achieve because we get caught up in the current of our lives. And this happens largely because we haven't identified our principles and our values because maybe they're an idea or a theory or sort of this background noise in our heads. But by and large, many of us kind of go through day to day in the passenger seat of our life. We're just along for the ride, and it doesn't have to be that way. I really want to encourage every single one of you to sit down with a pen and paper. It doesn't have to take an hour. You can do this in a matter of minutes. And I want you to ask yourself, what are my values? What are the things I consider most important and why, right? And then how can I back it up? How can I connect these values to action? And the other thing I would really encourage you to do, I remember before Ascend, which was my first ever in-person event back in November in Nashville, I had everybody who attended complete a time audit. I wanted to see over the course of a week, it might have been two weeks, where they're spending their time because I wanted to see how many of the line items on their time audit link up to something they consider a value. How much of your time and energy is going to things you think are important? And I think when we start to see how much time goes to the internet or Facebook or television or committees or organizations that we don't really care very much about, but we feel kind of beholden, it's a really powerful thing. Take the time to sit down and say, what are my values? What are those things I consider important and how do I connect them to action? What are the things I need to do on a daily basis to connect what I value to what I do so that there isn't this gap between what I say is important to me and what I do? This goes beyond an idea, guys. It's an actual exercise. And then it's a discipline. It becomes a daily practice. But you can't efficiently practice if you haven't sat down to define it. Without principles, without these things that connect our values to actions, we just react to circumstances in our lives without giving thought to what's really important to us and what we're trying to achieve and what we want to get out of our time, out of our effort, out of our energy. One of the things that uh, Ray Dalio says in principles is that your principles determine your standards of behavior. And I want to ask kind of a silly question here because I think most people's reaction to this question will be, well, yeah. But I want you to think about, do you have standards? Do you have standards? Or are you just going through life in the passenger seat? Sometimes we have standards for things that aren't really the most important to us, but we don't have standards for the things that really matter. Like you might not be willing to be late to a meeting because you value promptness or being timely. So you have a standard there, but but maybe you have no standard of behavior for what or how much you'll eat. Well, what if you create a standard? What if you decide to level up? What if you decide I'm going to define my values, I'm going to define my principles, and then I'm going to get busy practicing? Because sometimes we'll say, oh, well, I'm going to design these, design these standards, and then we fall short and we think we suck. No, you don't. You just haven't practiced enough yet. It's not going to be perfect, and it shouldn't be. But if you define the value and the principle, if you set the new standard and then you get busy practicing, you will earn easy because that's how you get it. Easy is earned. 
I got really excited when I read his thoughts on the consensus or popular opinion, because God knows when it comes to food, when it comes to fat loss, there is a bevy of popular opinion and much of it is wrong. What he says is bad opinions can be very costly and the consensus is often wrong. So you have to be an independent thinker. And I think this more or less sums up one of the major reasons people aren't successful in trying to lose weight or improve their body composition. They are not independent thinkers. They rely on what they've read or what they've always heard. I can't tell you how many times people say, well, I've always heard that if you don't eat every few hours, you slow down your metabolism. Well, as an independent thinker, you say, is this true for my body, right? Does this work for me? Is this something I've just accepted as true or do I know it to be true because my body told me so, right? Is this idea or this philosophy or this strategy true for me? I really believe that that is one of the simplest success strategies you could ever adopt. It's so low-hanging fruit, right? It's so simple. Just ask, is this true for me? Have I accepted something based on consensus or opinion or just it's just what I always thought? Or do I know it to be true? Can I pay attention to what my body tells me? And this goes beyond thinking about things like whether or not intermittent fasting works for you or if you should be eating carbs in the morning. It's also about the behaviors you justify. So many times people will say, I totally lose control at night or I always overeat on the weekends or I'm so on again, off again. And they identify with the problem. They emotionally and mentally attach to the issue. But what if you just decide to stop arguing for it and stop talking about why you have no control and associating emotionally with the problem and instead you ask, this thing that I keep talking about that I'm doing repeatedly, this, this behavior that's kind of nagging at me, is it working for me? Does it make me feel as good as I say it does? Or am I maybe just numbing myself? So many times people say they emotionally eat when they're stressed because it calms them down. Does it? Is that just what you've been telling yourself? Question everything. Be an independent thinker. Might it be that you're just numbing out, trying to escape or avoid or distract? I ask my fat loss fast track clients on a regular basis, especially my veterans, do you know where the tipping point is for you? Think about it. When you enjoy an indulgence, there is that initial enjoyment. But where is the line that when crossed, it goes from, ooh, that was an amazing positive experience to I suck, I feel gross, I overdid it. Where is that line? Are you paying attention? And this requires that we break through Consensus opinion, and it can be just our repeated thinking. That is a consensus in and of itself. Break that and say, wait, wait, wait. I, I can be more in control here and pay attention to, am I going to cross that line from, ooh, this was amazing to, dang, why did I do that, right? There's always that line. Be an independent thinker. Do not just settle for what everybody else is saying, or more importantly, do not settle for the same stories you've been telling yourself. Question everything and be an independent thinker. Ready for this next one? I think you're going to love to hate it, actually. But if you're willing to set down your ego and resist the natural urge, and I have it too, that natural urge to defend yourself or make excuses, this is a really powerful one. In principles, Ray Dalio says, 
failure is by and large due to not accepting and successfully dealing with the realities of life. Failure is by and large due to not accepting and successfully dealing with the realities of life. And achieving success is simply a matter of accepting and successfully dealing with all my realities. He says, in pursuing my goals, I encountered realities, often in the form of problems, and I had to make decisions. I found that if I accepted the realities instead of wishing they didn't exist, and if I learned to work with them rather than fight them, I could figure out how to reach my goals. Too many of us resist and resent reality and instead wish for something else. And that means we're not dealing with what is so we can't go to the next level. Too many people engage with fantasies, what they wish was real. If I could just eat clean for a week, if I could just work out every day, if I had more time, if I was more motivated, Deal with what is, not what you wish would be. Do not base your plans on a fantasy. Base them on reality. Think about how many times we make plans to improve our eating habits or work out or journal or spend less money, heck, any behavior change. And we create the plans based on a fantasy. This is when we create these high standards of perfection. Guys, that's not dealing with reality. It's not dealing with reality because then when we make a choice that wasn't a part of this perfect plan, that wasn't part of the fantasy, that wasn't perfect or ideal, we pull away. We blew it. We're ashamed. And then instead of confronting it, instead of learning from it and doing the work to make it less likely to happen again, we ignore the reality and return to the fantasy, how it should have been, how we want it to be. When we start on Monday, it's all going to be great. No. Return to what actually is. Dalio writes, I believe that the way we make our dreams into reality is by constantly engaging with reality in pursuit of our dreams and by using these encounters, the encounters with reality instead of the fantasy, using these encounters to learn more about the reality itself and how to interact with it to get what we want. So as you go into any situation, a new day, a dinner out, a weekend away, um, a, a brand new fresh start after maybe some choices you haven't felt so good about, ask yourself, how do I interact with what is? Like the actual reality instead of the fantasy of this Monday thing or this perfect plan or this whole 30 or whatever it is. How can I interact with what actually is the fact that my spouse is bringing this stuff into the house? The fact that whatever it is, how do I interact with what is, with my reality, to get what I want? If you do that with determination, you win. Ask yourself that question. Don't just hear me say it right now. Ask yourself, what is the reality of this day? What is the reality of this situation I'm going into and how can I interact with what is to get what I want? Uh, Dalio writes, what differentiates people is their approach to handling life's mistakes. And this is where so many people get screwed up and all twisted when they're trying to improve their body composition, lose weight, eat better, whatever. They do not handle, quote unquote, life's mistakes 
very well. They go into a pity party. They get all dramatic. They're embarrassed. They don't want to pay attention to it. You know, oftentimes this is when people stop journaling. They stop listening to the podcast. What differentiates people is their approach to handling the mistakes. Be totally truthful about what happened and where the lesson is. When you do this, there is a rapid, rapid rate of improvement. Do not ignore or hide from or be ashamed of the obstacles. Study them, understand them, strategize around them, grow from them. There is a rapid rate of improvement when you do this instead of hiding in shame. What differentiates people is their approach to handling life's mistakes, right? Do not confuse, and this is from principles, I put it up on social media the other day, do not confuse what you wish was true with what is true, right? How much are you letting what you wish was your reality get in the way of the reality you're actually dealing with? When you do that, Your whole view of your options, of your reality, of your situation, it's completely distorted. Don't do that. These mistakes, these challenges, these obstacles, these barriers, they're opportunities, right? And I've shared with you guys that one of my favorite books is The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And there's a very similar uh, theme or idea in Ray Dalio's principles. He says, most problems are potential improvements screaming at you yet we're embarrassed by them. We run away from them. We dig the hole deeper instead of saying, this is a gem, an unpolished gem, but it is a gem because there is a lesson in this. There is a way that if I understand this problem, this obstacle, this barrier, this challenge, if I understand it and understand what contributed to it, there's growth there. Most problems are potential improvements screaming at you. And the more honest you are with yourself about the problem or the challenge or the barrier, the less power that it has over you. We give it more more power when we attach all of this emotion to it, all of this negativity, all of this shame, and we run away from it. Well, then it's just still standing there waiting for you when you get back. And it's bigger and more powerful than ever. Stop running from the challenges. Study them, learn from them, face them head on so that you can operate based in your reality and not based on a fantasy. Another great point, which is peripherally related uh, from principles, is that you can either, you've got two options, you can either allow pain to stand in the way of your progress or you can understand how to manage or leverage the pain to produce progress, very much in the line of the obstacle is the way. You can be a victim or you can be a victor, right? Dalio says, people who blame bad outcomes on anyone or anything other than themselves are behaving in a way that is subversive to their progress. So when you say it's because you're tired, when you say it's because of your spouse or your stressful job or your kids, that doesn't help. That actually turns you away from progress because you have to be willing to say, I have control, not complete control over everything that happens, but certainly over my response to it. Certainly, no matter where I am or who I'm with, I control what and how much I put into my mouth, period, the end, right? All of these pain points, they're opportunities for growth, for learning. If you pass the buck, you miss the opportunity and you say no to the growth, right? You say no. 
You can't stop the problems from coming at you. So you might as well equip yourself not only to accept them, but to learn from them, to use them to your advantage. So as we wrap up here, I hope you guys will take a few minutes to think about the following questions. What are your values? What is important to you? How can you connect those values to action? Those are your principles. Those are the standards you set that help you make decisions, right? In what ways are you ready to raise your standards? Define that. And remember that it is a practice, a discipline, a daily pursuit. Focus just on the day at hand or even just the very next choice. Don't overwhelm yourself unnecessarily, that's a choice, by biting off more than you can chew and focusing on the big picture. One day at a time, even one choice at a time to practice holding the line of that new standard you set. Also think about what is the best way for you to deal with the reality of today? What is going on today? What is real? Not what is the standard of perfection or a fantasy? What's real today? And what can you do? Based on the reality of your day, the reality of your situation, what can you do today to face that reality and move in the direction of your goals? And then lastly, how can you be an independent thinker? Where have you accepted consensus or opinion and you don't know what's true for you? How can you think independently and begin to question what you've been doing and the stories you've been telling yourself, the limitations you've placed on yourself, and really think about what is real and true for you? You, you right now, right here, have everything you need to create everything you want. You just need to pay attention and think. You need to pay attention so you see the opportunities for action and you need to think about maybe where you've been limiting yourself based on telling yourself things that aren't true or aren't completely true. I hope you'll choose to do that today, to think about what's not true and how you can take determined action in the direction of your goals, being an independent thinker. I love you guys. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom, and a Movement watch is even more than that. 
Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.